Let us pray. Gracious God, we come to you today seeking you. I ask that you will shine through this message, opening our hearts to what you want us to hear so we might example your grace and love to others. I ask this in your loving name. Amen. Amen. When I was first told I'd be preaching this Sunday, I'll admit I was nervous but excited by the opportunity. Then when I read the Luke passage, I thought, well, that's a hard pass. I'll simply focus on Hebrews um, because it's an inspirational message to me when I need reminding that I am and will continue to run the race set before me. However, the sneaky Luke passage kept getting put into my mind. The Luke passage can be tricky. I've heard it several times being used as a brimstone and fire message. However, one of the greatest gifts I've been given since seminary is understanding that God is gracious. And though Christ appears to be mad at those he's talking to in this passage, he's like a parent who's gently encouraging us by telling us that things might, we might not want to hear, but need to be aware of as we endure. With this thought in mind, I was reminded of several experiences in my life, especially when Shane and I were called to go back to school. As we read about the suffering Christ has gone through, we've been given an example of enduring. Through the tough times placed before us, for me it was trying to sell our house in 2009-2010 when the housing market crashed, trying to remain faithful to answering God's call for my husband to go back to school, having four young kids, moving to a different state with plans of our own, and having those plans fall apart. Trusting through difficult, though difficult, remembering that Christ has had to preserve through tough and joyous times. As followers of God, we are invited to go through those tough times and joyous times as well. Finding the beauty in our mosaic, our lives can become. I have for quite a long time, probably since learning the word perseverance, identified with this term. Since perseverance is key to the time we lived in Portland, both enrolled in school at this time, I had four kids under six, no income, but finding faith and assurance that God is walking beside us. Perseverance is often interchangeable with the word endurance. These two words do a good job summing up when I describe the race, I'd say triathlon, having ran one, I've been placed on by God to others. While we were in school, our home we had been trying to sell unsuccessfully for six months was being foreclosed. My father-in-law, who had been fighting cancer after 10 years, had passed away. It was facing bankruptcy, living off student loans, and generosity of a faculty member and his wife who would take us to Costco once a month, fill up a shopping cart for us. Being homeless for a week, being blessed by my parents who provided a place for us to live while we were trying to find another place to live and a job after Shane finished seminary. Moving again back to Seattle area, being called to go back into seminary after I had taken a semester off, driving down to Portland once a week and driving home the same day through blizzards, washout conditions, one time I had a tractor trailer tire explode behind me, but in countless other experiences. 
God gives us examples about those who, by faith, did great things and persevered for the kingdom of God, such as Gideon, Deborah, Barak, Rahab, Ruth, Naomi, David, and Samuel. Yes, there are examples of those who are not really pure and holy, but who of us are pure and holy? I sure am not. I understand that even in their imperfections, God, who is holy, used these men and women of faith to do amazing things for the kingdom of God. I find that I can relate to these imperfect characters in their weaknesses and their unfathomable faith. God made them strong to persevere. What a gift. They exampled wisdom and peace, mercy and grace that was freely given from God to run the race that was set before them. They showed their humanness, like me, questioning God about the stretch of course they were to run, bike, or swim, giving the task to others they thought would lead better, lied to avoid punishment. They exampled the gambit of characters found, characteristics found in the human spirit when faced with incredible odds of enduring, persevering, some might call stubborn determination. Those qualities that sometimes have been described as bad, but I say they're not. They have been given to us by God to be used to glorify the kingdom. That is not a task I will give up on easily. Like those of the faith, they went before us. They could not choose the race that was set before them. God put them on a path, guiding and giving them grace to finish. Most didn't see the reward promised this side of heaven, but they persevered. The Hebrews passage confirms that they will receive their reward. When saying these words, we can presume that the Christian life, the life we've been given, faces opposition that must be met by stamina. Stamina that comes from being faithful and keeping our eyes firmly on Jesus. Because there are many obstacles that want to be placed on our path to distract us from what God has called us to do. That is why we are warned and find encouragement in the Luke passage, because those whom Christ was talking to had stumbled. It's not an example of the brimstone and fire that all will burn, but of those purifying fire cast aside and to let go of those things which may impede our faith easing those burdens that we have carried far too long and is making it difficult to run the race. We are emboldened to have faith and obey that God is with us as we remain steadfast. Faith that when we are faced with formidable obstacles, we find reassurance that God is ever-present, whispering for us to endure. Faith with the conviction that God can and will do the seemingly impossible. Faith that is freely given, not only for those we think are moral and upstanding characters, but for those who appear sinful and unrighteous. We are called not only to persevere as individuals, but as a community of believers, helping and encouraging those who are running beside. It is choosing justice and hating injustice, not envying those whose race looks more severe or smoother than our own finding encouragement throughout the stories written in the Bible, and to not dwell on the fatigue that may sit in, 
nor the possibility of failure in the task. The endurance that is talked about is to press on to the end, despite the difficulties we may face. It is taking one more step after one more step, or watching your loved ones as their race seems harder than your own. It is trusting God, having substantial faith, having insight and success to see that we are making progress, even though it may not feel like it. Christ is the example we look towards, how he showed his humanity as he would lament his burden. From God, we've been given the gift of determination, blended into the human spirit, so when we face incredible odds, we don't give up. Persevere to continue to be faithful, because we have events in our lives when it would be easier to take our eyes off of him and become distracted by the business in our lives. It is constantly looking in two directions at the same time. The goal set before us and at Christ, who is and has finished the race. We are not alone as you run this race by faith. In Hebrews, it talks about being surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. They're not only those saints who have gone before us that are mentioned in the earlier part of the passage. I'm reminded of Mother Teresa, Martin Luther, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, John L. Perkins, and others who might be able to name in your heart. Those from this church who have passed on, our family members who bear witness to the faithfulness of God in cheering and encouraging us in our race, we're giving visible and invisible reminders that they are with us. If you ever walk into an Orthodox or Catholic church, even Lutheran church, you'll see pictures gracing the walls of those of the faith who have gone before us. Pictures described to me as windows into heaven. Visible reminders that we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. It is remembering those who showed faith by building this building that we are blessed to worship in weekly, opening our doors to those who need a place together and find shelter in. It is having faith in God to move forward to replace the roof so that one day we can witness our loved ones and others as they worship in this space, God willing, having faith and persevering when it comes up against what appears to be impossible odds. Remembering God is faithful to all the children of the kingdom and will remain faithful to us. Knowing by faith, we run the race set before us, persevering and enduring. To close, I'd like to read a poem from the world-class poet, Cake. Many of you might not have heard of them. Um, by, slightly modified by me, it's titled Going the Distance. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line, engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes, the flags go up, churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank, fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the terms. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty except for one man, still driving and striving as fast as he can. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago, somebody left with the cup. But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns. 
and thinking of someone for whom he still burns. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. He's not alone, not alone in his time of need. Because he's racing and pacing and plotting the course, he's fighting and biting and riding on his horse. He's going the distance. No trophy, no flowers, no flashbulbs, no wine. She's haunted by something she cannot define. Valve-shaking earthquakes of doubt and remorse assail her, impale her with monster truck force. In her mind, she's still driving, still making the grade. She's hoping in time that her memories will fade because she's racing and pacing and plotting the course. She's fighting and biting and riding on her horse. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago, somebody left with the cup, but she's striving and driving and hugging the turns and thinking of someone for whom she still burns because she's going the distance. She's going for speed. We're not alone, not alone in our time of need because we're racing and pacing and plotting the course. You're we're fighting and biting and riding on our horse. We're racing and pacing and plotting the course. We're fighting and biting and riding on our horse. We're going the distance. Persevering, enduring, not alone. We can go the distance. Amen.